Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. 888-SAY-ESPN. You can call us 888-729-3776 and tweet us at Max. We are coming to you live from the Seaport District at Pier 17, brought to you by Chase. So, guys, Sean Payton announced he's stepping away from the Saints. The speculation uh, yeah. immediately turned to whether he'll take Mike McCarthy's job in Dallas sooner or later. Key, you, you've been very clear about this since December. <laughs> if, if you smelled it on Payton, if they get bounced in the first round, a year from then, it'd be Peyton instead of McCarthy. Let's say that plays out. Well, what would Peyton? I, know, I understand the Cowboys also have to fail to get to the conference championship this upcoming year. Let's say they do. That's normally what happens. What would Peyton mean to the Cowboys? Means a lot, right? You get a you get an established head coach that that uh, knows how to win in this league, understands personnel. Uh, even better, you get a a coach that demands a certain. Uh, presence and when you look at the NFL NFL is a rough I don't even want to call it violent but rough aggressive style and there's a lot of different ways of skiing cats in the world in general um everybody does it differently but a large majority of head coaches in the National Football League they have a certain presence that command respect. And not that Mike McCarthy doesn't get the respect for from the Dallas Cowboys players. His style is different than Sean Payton's. Mike McCarthy's style has to grow on you as a player over time. What is it that Jerry doesn't have, Max? Uh, championship time. in the last 27 years. Time. He yes. doesn't have time left. That's, that's right. To be messing right. around for Mike McCarthy to turn the players into his personality. You get a guy like Sean Payton, you got a guy coming in with a whip. You know, I would be surprised if you look up, and this is just hypothetical, not going to happen, but Sean Payton's the type of guy that comes into the team, and Ezekiel Elliott probably is a favorite son, and everybody likes him, and he's getting paid, and all. He'd come in and tell Zeke and Jerry, we want you to take a pay cut, but we're going to have to cut you. And now, all of a sudden, a guy like Zeke gets cut. Guess what happens? Everybody else pays attention. So now he took somebody out to wake everybody else up. Mike McCarthy's not doesn't have that personality. And that's what you got to have to win games in a National Football League. Tony Dungy did it his way. But there's only one Tony Dungy. There's only one. When you think about these successful coaches that win Super Bowls, they don't. Mike Tomlin doesn't mess around. No. Right? Doesn't right. mess around. He doesn't have time for the B you fill in the last word. I mean, he just the last letter. He just doesn't have time for it. Bill Belichick doesn't have time for it. And that's how Tom Coughlin didn't have time for it. That's just how you too win. much to do. You, like, there's so, too much to do. Uh, a couple. Do you guys? Um, there was a story that was told back in 2019 about a motivational tactic that Sean Payton used for his team. 
Uh, he brought four armed guards into the Saints locker room and wheeling in the Lombardi trophy with yeah. $225,000 of yeah. cash on top of it. And he said, y'all want this? Win effing three games. Yeah. Yeah. Win effing three games. Like, so, Key, you get a bona fide leader. This is where it is. I'm not passive aggressive. Uh, I'm not recluse. I'm not trying to send out messages. This is my team. And who has Jerry Jones won championships? A coach similar to that. This is my team. This is how I'm going to operate. Number one. Number two. I've heard a lot of people talk about Kellen Moore. You know, he's not really the answer. And he's not going to upgrade. All right. Who's calling the plays now when Sean Payton is there? Sean Payton. Payton? Yeah. Okay. Sure. Number three. It feels like the one missing thing with this team is a damn heartbeat. Let's be real about it, Key. Let's call it what it is. Like, is Dak Prescott that for you? Maybe, but I feel like Dak needs somebody to elevate him. That's what I'm saying. Quarterback whisperer. He becomes the damn heartbeat. I feel like this team doesn't have a heartbeat. It's a missing link. So why wouldn't you go out and get that when man? You say that heartbeat, brings- when you say heartbeat, what I hear is not just like, oh, the heart to win, but like, the beat, like everyone's on the same page. You're not disorganized. And the You're sense not- of urgency that constantly pushes you. Come on. Come on. I, Every day, relentless. The, the, you need this, that. This is what I mean about a quarterback whisper. What Jay just said, Key, uh, Dak puts up numbers. Dak is very good. He's very good. I don't think he's great. Not yet. And I think if he is going to be great, he needs a head coach to get him there. It was not Jason Garrett. I don't know that it's Mike McCarthy. I believe if someone said, you think Sean Payton could get him there? Yeah, if it's in there, and I think it is, I think Sean Payton will get it out of him. So, like, it it looks like a good fit. It's not even about, and I was sitting here thinking as y'all was talking, uh, he got Drew Brees, I believe, in Drew Brees' fifth year. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And this would be, if he was to inherit Dak, what would it be for Dak? Seven? Yeah. So, relatively still young. Mm -hmm. It's not even that Sean's a quarterback whisperer, because he's really, that's not really it. It's more about understanding football, attention to detail, how to call plays, and how to set people up for success versus failure. Because he really only had Drew Brees his entire career other than Jameis Winston. Mm-hmm. Other than that, he coached uh, Drew Bledsoe, Vinny Testaverde. He helped scout Tony Romo. So it's not – as if he had a million quarterbacks that uh, Andy Reid Hill into a passable guy for well, a no, few games. No, you know? what he did is he turned Taysom Hill into a Swiss Army knife because he understood how to set him up for success. Isn't that quarterback whispering though? Yes. He like went. There's no magic it's not formula. Really quarterback it's whispering. Just attention to detail and stuff. Quarterback whispering is Andy Reid when he could take Kevin Cobb and turn Kevin Cobb into a millionaire free agent or AJ Feely or. Ty Detmer. You don't Corey think that's Sean Payton, though? But, but, that's, or, or also, but that's also scheme and how they Vitt. utilize him, though, Key. Huh? And that's also scheme and how they utilize him, right? Putting him in a position to ultimately succeed. So yeah. it's very similar to Yeah, Sean no, it, it, it is, but I'm talking, about, I'm talking about not just focusing on Dak Prescott. I'm focusing on everybody that the Cowboys have on the uh-huh. offensive I side of the ball yeah, yeah, yeah. as well as on the defensive side, putting you in a position to succeed and set you up to be successful and not just set you up. Let me rephrase. Key, no, you don't have to rephrase. No, but what I mean is, what I, I know, but I like what you're saying. It's 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 informing my thinking. So, in other words, forget about quarterback whisperer for a second. I think Dak has to take another step. Seems to me you're saying yes 
<clears throat> Sean yes. Payton is a guy who can do that, but it's not exclusive to the quarterback, and it's not about turning some mediocrity into some into some high price free agent. He will get the best out of everybody yes. because he understands football and he'll yes. put them in the right position. Okay, so I'm a, I'm a, you know you you you'll get all tickly and sweaty on the toes with this one. <laughs> How does he know my toes sweat? If if that was Sean Payton with 14 seconds going the game. He essentially was Mike McCarthy set Dak Prescott up for failure. Sean Payton wouldn't have never done that. He wouldn't have called that particular play right there. That's setting somebody up for failure. He would have did something different and set him up for success, like Andy Reid did with 13 seconds and three timeouts against the, the uh, Buffalo Bills. He set Patrick Mahomes up. For success, if Patrick, if if Mike McCarthy was coaching with 13 seconds to go, who knows what the hell would have happened, right? But Key, yeah. I, I'm glad you're finally saying that because it feels like the whole year Max and I have been battling you on in-game adjustments and decisions that's not, that that's Mike not McCarthy. The same theme, I, I, no I, but, but, but it, all, it all comes together for one final puzzle piece. That's what I'm saying. Like you're talking about one scenario that ended this season. For the Cowboys, because you would have utilized Dak Prescott differently. You would have put him in a position to succeed. That's why you're saying um, the difference between Sean Payton. And what I'm saying is, even though they were able to win games throughout the course of the season, all those things creates a body of work that cre- comes to a head where you're saying, damn, Sean Payton would have done so many things differently. Those habits would have never been in place for that situation to even occur. That's because, my point about because it. Because Sean Payton is calling the plays yes. and not killing more. Yes. That's why he would have put Dak Prescott in a better position. Mike McCarthy didn't call the play. I understand, but you're, but Mike McCarthy has to okay the play calling. Because eh, they say, I don't know, the, I don't a, know the, 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 the connection. I don't know if he well, has to I, sign well, off or not sign Kia, off. At the end of the day, if I'm the CEO and my CMO is making decisions, that's, that's my ass on the line. It like, is, he, but the way it works in the NFL, there are some head coaches – that have nothing to do with it. And there's other head coaches that wants to know everything that you're getting ready to do. So I don't know what Mike McCarthy is. Well, that, that's that's the line right there. What is Mike McCarthy? Meaning, Dan Quinn like, runs the defense. He looks Kellen like a Moore coach. runs the offense. What is Mike McCarthy doing? I that's don't know I if he's signing off on things. Oh, that's coming we up. We don't know. Boy. Coming up, I hear you. he's real. Well, we all agree Sean Payton would be a step up, yes. and I think Jerry Jones is thinking the same thing. Key's real rankings on the top head coaches in the NFL right now. Payton ahead of McCarthy. But where do they each rank on the list? Does McCarthy even show up there? Hmm. Key will tell you where Sean Payton and Mike McCarthy land. G-Sean, J-Will, and Max, the podcast. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. 
You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. I'm the smartest guy in the box, so I like that too. Keys Real Rankings. Keyshawn, J. Will and Max, ESPN Radio. Keys Real Rankings are brought to you by Dell for your small business needs. Mm-mm-mm. Call a Dell Mm-mm. Technologies advisor today at 877-ASK-DELL-KEY. We've been waiting. Top coaches in the NFL. Number one. Well, this one is clear cut, right? We already know who it is. It's Bill Belichick. We don't even need to say anything else. No one gets any argument from that. Bill Belichick. Number two. Number two is Andy Reid. And, and some in his career thought that Andy Reid wouldn't bounce back after failing to not win a Super Bowl in Philadelphia. He took the Philadelphia Eagles deep runs into the playoffs every single year he was there. He also won a Super Bowl. Then he goes to Kansas City, and we see what he's been able to do with Patrick Mahomes. They find themselves back in the AFC Championship game again this weekend. He's sitting at number two. Number three. Number th- Mike Tomlin. Mike Tomlin, Pittsburgh Steelers, longtime head coach, has never, ever been under 500 as a head coach for the Pittsburgh Steelers. He's been there for quite some time. I'd like to see him get a number two Super Bowl on his resume. He's been there twice, only won once. I think he will at some point in time when they fix the quarterback spot. Number four. Number four is the guy that just stepped down for one year, Sean Payton. Sean Payton won a Super Bowl in New Orleans with Drew Brees. Never, ever quite got back there, but was in close situations, whether it was the Minnesota game, whether it was the the Rams game. They very easily could have gone to two, maybe even three Super Bowls with Drew Brees and Sean Payton. It didn't work out. Next year, somebody's going to get their wish coach in the National Football League. Number five. Number five is John Harbaugh. Every single year, we see what he's able to work with. He won a damn Super Bowl with Joe Flacco for crying out loud at the quarterback spot. I know they had a great defense. The defense helped lead the way. But Joe Flacco became a $100 million quarterback after that, and we haven't seen him since. Look what he's been able to do. Even this year, with Lamar Jackson out of the lineup, they still was able to fight to the end to try to win the division. Number six. Number six is a back and forward with me because at earlier in the year, I didn't think Kyle Shanahan was worth two nickels. Then all of a sudden, I fell in love with him. And now I'm still in love with him because he's been able to create something that nobody seems to like in Jimmy Garoppolo, continuing to win football games. And every time he mentioned Jimmy Garoppolo, there's a problem. People want to lock you up and put you in a mental house because they think you're crazy because you say he can win with Jimmy Garoppolo a Super Bowl. We'll see. Number seven. Sean McVay at number seven for the Los Angeles Rams, a young, hot wonder coach. There was a time a couple years ago, if you stood next to Sean McVay, you got hired. And now he's showing you why. He made a decision on Matthew Stafford, got rid of Jared Goff. Jared Goff led him to the Super Bowl. People didn't like that. They felt like he needed an upgrade. He felt like he needed an upgrade. They went out and got Matthew Stafford. They are one game away from hosting the Super Bowl like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers did last year in their own home stadium. Number eight. Number eight, Mike Vrabel. Coach Vrabel is a really good head coach. I think the fact that his quarterback and Ryan Tannehill is holding them back 
and he's still able to get the number one seed, not having Derrick Henry in the lineup this year. We saw the quarterback issues this past week against Cincinnati. That's why he's at home right now. Once he gets a quarterback, like an Aaron Rodgers, for instance, he will wind up being in the top four coaches in the National Football League. Write this down. Number nine. Number nine. We watch Sean McDermott. Oh, my God. We were celebrating all on the sideline, excited against Kansas City Chiefs. We finally did it. We're going to the AFC Championship game. We'll be in the Super Bowl. Didn't happen. But it wasn't necessarily his fault. It was more about the guy on the other side and the way things went with 13 seconds, three timeouts, and an MVP Super Bowl winner in Patrick Mahomes. Sean McDermott will be around in this list for a very long time. Number 10. Number 10, an old head of the National Football League, Bruce Arians. When you look at Bruce Arians and you talk about his coaching style, yes, he gets the benefit of having a Todd Bowles defensive coordinator. Didn't help him out against the Rams, but Todd Bowles is pretty good. Then he gets the benefit of having Byron Leftwich, offensive coordinator who should get a job this year for somebody, and then he gets the benefit of Tom Brady. When those guys go away, Let's see where Bruce Arians is at in terms of coaching the National Football League. Right now, he sits at number 10. Where would McCarthy land on the list if you kept going? Oh, man. Ooh. Another one. <laughs> where would he be, Max? Yeah. Another one. <laughs> I love. Hey, hey, by the way, out there, that's a tactic for people. When you don't have an answer, you repeat the question. Well, you try more. You're trying to think about it. Uh, <laughs> Who are you talking about again? You said Coach where McCarthy? Mike Marshall would be. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you said? Um, what? I would. I think he. Ooh. ooh. He's won a Super Bowl. Yeah. He would be in the teens. He's mm-hmm. in the teens. By the way, I have, I haven't done a top ten. I think your top when do, five. When do the teens is, start, though? I, I think your yeah, I think your top five is right in that order. I would have it exactly in that order, and then the next five it could be. I don't know. I haven't thought about it that care, as carefully as you have. Where's Pete Carroll? I mean, Pete Carroll just he had he he had just his first losing already. He had his first losing season in ten years, and it was a seven win season. I know, but just retire already. But let's say you had to rank him. I'm surprised. He's I know, not but 10. you well, said you said least. ten. Well. Because recency bias Mm -hmm. kicked in for Bruce Arians. And I mentioned his staff. And I also mentioned, Max, that when Byron Leftwich goes and gets a job, and if Todd Bowles, for some reason, gets a job, and Tom Brady retires, I don't think Bruce Arians sits on that list. Would Carroll be 11? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I can yeah, see that. He's 11. He, he well, has a good case for see, Shanahan. Yeah, and, I, I, well, I like the Shana, list. The she, two, Shanahan, the, the Shanahan a, and the McVay yeah. are the two ones that are interesting to me because it feels like they're – the other five are legacy, right? Right. It, it's earned over time. You've seen a huge body and of And they're work. still getting it and done. And they're still getting it yeah. done. But it does feel like between what Shanahan has done and what McVay may do, like they could well, – here, they're here, on the verge of cracking that. But here you go, Jay. Both of them have gone to the Super Bowl in their first couple years yep. in the NFL as head coaches, right? But they both lost. What is the one thing that Shanahan has over McVay, Max? He's dominated McVay. Exactly. Yeah. That's where it is. Damn, you got a different voice, Max. <laughs> well, <laughs> no, that, yeah, that happens right. sometimes on this show. So <laughs> I just chimed in, you know? 6-0 six, six in their last six. <laughs> so I kicked him up over him because of that. Yeah, you that's kicked the only him up over him. I kicked, kicked him over. I never him. Heard that yeah, kicked him. Yeah. kicked yeah. him up uh, over Pete, him. I'm looking at Pete Carroll since, like, even if you go back, 
like New England, nine and seven, eight and a ten and six. Yeah, like yeah. he's always he just yeah. like even when he's he loses, good, it's by like he's a he game under five hundred. He wasn't a bad coach in New England. He was following Parcells, who went to a Super Bowl. It just he wasn't a bad coach, but they were not. You know, it just wasn't. It what it didn't work out, so to speak. But for I'm just I'm, I'm no I'm stuck on Pete Carroll. Eleven and five, thirteen and three, twelve and four, ten and six, ten and five, nine and seven, ten and six, eleven and five, twelve. This dude until just this last season, where again he did win seven games. Yeah. He stays winning. Dudes like that, like like uh, like John Harbaugh. When you have a coach like that. You tend to compete every single game, every single year. You're competitive. And there aren't that sure many coaches not, like sure that. He's not top 10 key. Who is that? Pete, Pete Carroll. Yeah, he, sure? he, he is, 10, but man. he is, but recency bias is, is kicked in for me. And that kicked in for Bruce Arians, where Pete Carroll's had to fire his staff. He's got rid of Ken Norton, the defensive coordinator. His offensive line well, is in shambles. If you're, if you're no. adding recency bias, and you can have that for Sean Payton too, right? But I think he's saying no, – no, I don't mean Sean, to put words in your mouth. It seems to me part of this is a projection. No, but I'm saying part of this is a projection of where you think everything's heading. So given Absolutely. Pete Carroll's age, the whole thing. Absolutely. 100%. Max, if, if Sean Payton, which he is, on the market and Pete Carroll's on the market, who do you think is getting hired first? Sean Payton. Oh, Sean Payton. That, that's why yeah. it's not even close. If you polled – if you polled – uh, put a poll up. Who's a better head coach, Sean Payton or Pete Carroll? Oh, I'm I'm not comparing them directly. I was just comparing more the scenario where you were talking about recency bias, and I'm saying if you look at the whole body of work for Pete Carroll, the, the body of work is damn near impressive. Yeah, but I'm not, the body of work I, I is a top ten when coach. It comes to, Pete Carroll now. When it comes to that, this coach in the league. Yeah. When it comes to that, though, Jay, I'm not looking at all of his body of work. I'm looking at between him and Bruce Arians. Bruce Arians was just in the playoffs, just won the Super Bowl. Yeah, well, I, his yeah, staff, absolutely I, so I'm like loaded with Tom I get, Brady, and, I, yeah. but it doesn't matter. Pete Carroll turned Seattle into what people would deem as a disaster. A lot of the problems that went on in Seattle was directly from Pete Carroll. The Giants should have those kind of problems. <laughs> twelve wins every year in little playoff no, we're not, runs, but and we're stuff. not talking about. 12 wins, Max. We're talking about seven I, wins mm-hmm. and people wanting your job and for you to step down. Yeah. That's what but we're I talking think, about. I think part of it is age. It's like yeah, it looks like it, it's the end of the I, line. I hear for what's him. happening with Seattle, but it doesn't diminish all the success that he's had. No, yeah, but, it doesn't. But factor in the age and the trajectory. I, 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 hear, what he, I hear what he's saying. He's not going to. Just a tag. Jay, yeah. Day. Jay, yes. Day. Key, 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 key. He's not getting on the list. <laughs> I, it's your list. I hear you. He's 11, though. He'll if you're not going to get he, on the list, he's, he's not going to the door. But, yeah. but the Mike McCarthy thing is interesting because I don't even know what a teen start. High right? teens. Is it, is it 13, is it third, 14? Is, it, is he better than Cliff Kingsbury? Is he better than, than uh, 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 Frank Reich? Is he be, you know, I, Frank Reich's an interesting one. Right? Frank is Reich he, might be like 12. So what is he? Yeah. Where's yeah. he at? Pete, I mean, who, who are we talking about? Pete Carroll? No, now? Mike McCarthy. Mike, Mike McCarthy, McCarthy. I, probably low teens, that, mid-teens maybe. See, in the National Football League, and I've always said this, and people steal it all the time and they use it on their shows, even networks that's not ours. They know who I'm talking about because I'm sure they're going to steal some stuff from today. Mm-hmm. I've always said that there's probably eight head coaches in this league, and the rest of them are just guys walking the sideline. Yeah, I've always said that there are, there are like eight head coaches in this league and the rest are just guys walking the sideline. See, told you. Oh, damn. 
caught. I can't. Caught. But, then, but the thing is, is you. You're supposed to change a little bit. You use yeah, exactly like me. Ah, you got to change a little bit. Here, here's, a, here's an interesting one for you, Keith. Where would you have Matt LaFleur? Yeah. Aaron Rodgers. What did he do that Mike McCarthy didn't do? Mike McCarthy won a Super Bowl with Aaron Rodgers. But you know what? Recency bias, Key. You know, I, I, I got to tell don't you. I factor that uh, into LaFleur's yeah. got to oh, be no, top 12. They both, he has to be, they has both, to be in that conversation. Hey, top 12. Matt LaFleur. And Mike McCarthy will be sitting next to us Super Bowl Sunday. I, I'll, I I'll, I'll answer for I'd have him top dozen. Yeah, I, I, I think he's in upper half. Of he ain't in the ten, so he's yeah, in he's that teen in somewhere. We're, well, no, no, he's in the tweens. Yeah, whatever. Tweens. Eleven, twelve is tweens. Yeah, we'll see. We, have, we all got kids. We know what that is. Where could Sean Payton's next landing spot be? Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max okay. on ESPN Radio, the okay. ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80, and ESPN <laughs> 2 were presented by Progressive Insurance. ESPN NFL reporter Kimberly A. Martin joins us, giving you the straight talk brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise. You can okay, see Kimberly okay. co-host of First Take, Her Take with the homegirl, so Charlie get- Arnold, and the always excellent L. Duncan. New episodes available every Wednesday wherever you listen to your podcasts. Uh, I was waiting Kimberly. for the beat to hit Max, but he's just so. He went right got through so, it. He went right got, through it. He didn't even play into it at all. No, I got too much to do. Around, Come on, around, now. and Max was just like, Very, "I got to get through this." Kim- intro. Kimberly, <clears throat> meantime, she'll be in the makeup room. I'll be like, "Hey, Kimberly, nothing." Nothing. And it took nothing. me a while to realize. Ear, ear, ear yeah, the hair yeah. is covering the mm-hmm. the AirPods. What were you listening to today? Oh, a lot of stuff. Rick Ross, I listened to. Jeezy. Oh, Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I got to get in the zone to come hang out with you, Max. That's, so that puts me in the right I see the blue blazers, and I see the, I mean, I see the kicks, too. I see, him, I see I the mean, flow. Kimberly's coordinated. Thank I mean, you, you know, for that's how noticing. I dress up for you guys. We hustling. Kim, how surprised <laughs> were you by the Sean Payton news? Uh, surprised <laughs> that it happened now. Um, but there were rumblings right before. You know, the fact that he wasn't committal, in the, in, you know, and Gail Benson was talking about, um, you know, Sean, we, we haven't got an answer or whatever. That's when I thought, okay, yeah, he's, he's probably um, not sure. But it still is jarring because there's only so many head coaches in the league that have stayed with their franchises for so long, like 16 years. Like, that, it, it, you know, that, that was surprising. But, you know. Has it been 16? I think it's been six. Hasn't it what? been that long? It's been 16 years for Sean Payton? I don't know. Wow, it's, it's a little more than I thought even. Yeah. Did I just pull that out of my butt? Like I think, like I thought, I could have. Sw- it feels like he's been oh, no, oh, there six? since You're my right. entire life. No, so, yeah. actually, more than sixteen, right? If it's oh, no, no, sixteen. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. This oh, is six. where we do math on yeah. KGM. Wow. Yeah. Um. So I can't imagine the Saints without him. But again, if we, you know, you've seen lots of greats move, change franchises. So it's just this is part of the gig. Mm. Kimberly, now that he's uh, decided to step down and take a year off and. Sure, he's going to do television or whatnot. He might take your spot, Key. I don't know. Mm. I mean, uh, he don't have to take it. He can have it if he wanted. I don't, you know. <laughs> Sean J. You just changed the, the hey. spelling of Sean. Oh, just. I bet you my QBR will go right up. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it, hey, it's his if he wants. <laughs> you know? But where do you think his next landing spot will be when the time comes? Uh, besides ESPN, uh, after when he returns to football, um, it'll be with the Cowboys. When I called people yesterday, that was the first thing they said. They said, oh, there's no doubt he's going to end up with Jerry. There's no doubt. It's a matter of 
of when it happens, not if, which I think we all have connected the dots since the news broke yesterday that it makes a lot of sense for Jerry, you know, to, to go after a big name and a guy that he respects and a former coach. Kimberly, I, I, let me, I just want to follow up there. That would be a departure for Jerry, who has in recent decades mm-hmm. hired head coaches who weren't going to push back. Not since Parcells was there a guy who's like, look, dude, I'm the boss of mm-hmm. this team mm-hmm. if you want me as the head coach. Mm-hmm. Sean Payton is more in that mold than the recent hires. Mm-hmm. Is, it, is it Jerry thinking I ain't getting any younger and I, I got to strike while the iron's hot, all of the above, some of it? What do you think it is? How have those recent coaches panned out? Mm-hmm. That's the big question. And Jerry has been very emotional this season, going back to watching him on Hard Knocks, him talking about this roster, him talking about when they gave Dak the money. You know, Jerry understands that the windows don't stay open. If anybody understands that, it's Jerry Jones, understands that these Super Bowl windows do not stay open forever. They have a team now uh, to win. Um, And, yeah, I mean, Sean Payton is – when you think of – I was actually – we were on – I was here with you when we talked about uh, Urban Meyer and Jacksonville, and I said, you know what? Jacksonville should go after uh, Sean Payton just because of what he does with QBs. Like, that's the kind of coach that you want. So if you're Jerry Jones, to me it's a no-brainer. The question is, what can he do to lure Sean Payton and when? Money, Mm. money, money, money. Speaking of that, uh, how likely is it that Aaron (laughs) Rodgers stays in Green Bay? Okay, so didn't it feel already that he had one foot out the door? We did the, you know, he posted the last dance picture, Obviously, that was him and Devontae. Let's give it one more go. Thought this season would end in a Super Bowl. Now, the way it all fell apart, the way he played, to me, it feels like it kind of slams the door on him coming back to Green Bay. And I, I, his comments about, I won't drag this out. It won't be a, a standoff or anything like that. You know, we'll have. <laughs> you get my answer sound, real soon. <laughs> that, doesn't, that doesn't sound like a guy who's, who's thinking, like, I want to make this, you know, we got to figure it out. I hate I hated the way it ended. Let's run a, like we have got to win a Super Bowl. Let's go. He's talking about Devontae doesn't want to be franchise. Hint hint. Brian Gutekunst like don't do that to my boy. So I don't I don't see Aaron back, and especially because he's mentioned how many guys contracts are up, and he doesn't want to be part of a rebuild. So what's the best fit for him moving forward? <sighs> Me personally, I think he should stay in Green Bay. But outside of Green Bay, I think Denver makes a lot of sense. Would love to see him with the Forty ers but they don't have any. Draft. I mean, you know, they've got Trey Lance already. Uh, they don't have any picks that they could really give up right now. So Denver, to me, provided that they don't have to give up too much to mm. get Aaron, because yeah. that's the key. Like, you're, what are you going to give up to get him? And because he doesn't want to be part of a rebuild. And in, but in that division, man, you got to play the Chiefs. You got to play the Chargers. Like that's why Green Bay, to me, the Vikings, Kirk Cousins, the Lions, the mm. Bears with Justin Herp, Justin Fields, who's a young quarterback but still developing. Here's one for you, Kim. What, run, Keith? Run, what, what, one. what? Run with this one. I want you to run run with this one all the way through the woods. The Tennessee Titans. Tennessee Titans. Huh. Think about it. You got two awesome running backs. You got a receiver that's in his, you know, getting ready to hit his prime. You have another receiver that's still solid. You got another smaller receiver that's good. You got a decent tight end, a front seven that's stout, and you got a player friendly head coach that understands how to win championships because he's done it. The mm-hmm. offensive line is solid. I can give you Ryan Tannehill and whatever picks you need. You want 22, 23, 24, 
And you can have Ryan Tannehill. He becomes your Alex Smith. And I can have Aaron Rodgers in return. I can now convince Aaron Rodgers that he is the top all-time quarterback in the history of the Tennessee Titans, or even the Houston Oilers for that matter. Mm-hmm. What do you think about that one? And yeah. a, hey, look, in a bad division. You know what's crazy? Normally I disagree with you, Keyshawn. Normally, well, of course. Normally I don't like what you got to say, but I could see it. Mm-hmm. I could see it because it makes logical sense. Uh, does Green Bay want Ryan Tannehill? Well, Ryan Tannehill in their entire draft. Ryan Tannehill and Mike Ditka. <laughs> have it all. <laughs> you take it. Yeah. I actually Kimberly like that likes idea. it. It's a good idea. I mean, it it's a, a good idea. idea. Yeah. No, I want, and I also wonder: Do the Packers value Trey Lance at all? I keep my eye on mm, that. Mm. I want, I've wondered about that because they Jordan Love is like the guy who maybe Trey Lance is the guy maybe they were hoping Jordan Love would be maybe. We haven't seen that kid on the field really that much. ESPN NFL reporter Kimberly A. Martin. Thank you, Kim. Thanks, guys. Bye. Aaron Rodgers is finally giving us some straight answers. Yet, we still don't know how things will play out with him. Will he follow Key's recommendation and go to Tennessee? Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C ebikes.com. Keyshawn J. Will and Max, ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80, ESPN2. Say, play ESPN. Your smart speaker will pop us right up. How about download the podcast? 888-SAY-ESPN, 729-3776. You can tweet us at Key J and Max. Key, Yo. you make a very good argument. Look, it, a year ago, two years ago, Cleveland was a place where if you dropped Aaron Rodgers in there, you'd be like, oh, my God. But things have changed. And you have a very good idea. You floated it yesterday on the show. Makes a lot of sense. Why do you believe that the Tennessee Titans is the best landing spot for Aaron Rodgers? Because, one, let's just start off by saying the division. The division. Look at the division. Jacksonville is nothing. Okay, Houston's nothing. Indianapolis is whatever. They got a great running game. They they don't have any receivers that – you know, would be stellar. The defense is solid, but they're 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 competitive. 
Tennessee's fully loaded as far as I'm concerned. They need to shore up their back end in the secondary. Uh, maybe they get a young receiver. But outside of that, the tight end is decent. We know who the receivers are. We understand the running backs. Now, what is their one problem? It's the quarterback. If they had Aaron Rodgers, they would be favorite neck and neck with Kansas City to win it all next year, in my opinion, out of the AFC. If they get Aaron Rodgers, you could do so much. You can, you know, rejuvenate a guy like Julio Jones' career because Julio Jones took a play. When he's had an opportunity to go get the football, he went and got it. Imagine Aaron Rodgers. Imagine play-action pass, the ball in the belly of Derrick Henry pulled out, and Aaron Rodgers doing Aaron Rodgers-type things to receivers. It's a problem. And then it's a King, problem. You're also not throwing the ball 40 times, right? You're, you're throwing not the ball throwing like the 20, ball 40. 25. And, and on top of that, you are taking the stress off of Derrick Henry, which is your main bell cow, mm-hmm. although the young kid, uh, Farman, is pretty damn good in his own right. Here's, here's, to me, the best argument, Key. If you look at Tennessee this year, what was the problem? Why were they capped where they were? Why did Because you had correctly Ryan Tannehill as the eighth-best quarterback left in the playoffs. I totally agree with you. Eighth, but he was the worst quarterback left in the playoffs because he's a nice player. But if you had elite quarterback play on that Tennessee Titans team, there was a hell of a shot that they'd win the Super Bowl this year. Now you just kind of airdrop Aaron Rodgers, boom, right in there. It would be a whole lot. And nice weather. You mentioned it. He'd be the greatest quarterback in their history day one. It still gets pretty cold. Yeah, but weather, but but better than Green Bay. I'm about to say, Jay, it ain't Green Bay. I hear you. I'll do it in the summer. I hear you. It it gets cool is what I would like to call it. It doesn't get that stuff. It gets cold in no, yeah, it but gets, not, it's not Florida, Jay, but it's not the Northeast. Jay, it gets as cold in in uh, Tennessee as it does in New York. Let's say that. But Green Bay is a different cold. That's oh, a different. That's a that. different. That's a different. But he ain't worried about that because he's been that's there. Right. He's been there forever. And on top of all of that, Jay and Max, the caveat is Vrabel. Vrabel who's played in championships and won Super Bowls, who understands players. He's a player's coach. Two years ago, who did he try to go get after Ryan Tannehill led them to the playoffs? Who did he try to go get? Tom Brady. So what does that tell you? At that point in time, he's all in. He didn't even believe the guy who just led him to the playoffs could do it. See, Tannehill's why, Key, when you're like, Hey, you can bring Mitch Trubisky in and compete with Daniel Jones. You can do this well, with Sam Bradford. You, you could Sam you know, Bradford. I, I, you know uh, what, uh, Sam Darnold. Sorry, I always do that. I always do that. I thought Bradford. Was I was like, Bradford's still playing. Yeah, I thought he was going to be great, <laughs> right? But uh, Sam Darnold, like those kind of dudes, maybe is catch lightning in a bottle. And but you know what? Even if you do, you got Ryan Tannehill. No, and you you're do. Looking that's, for that, something no, that, better. That, that, that's true. You do. But everybody can't get Aaron Rodgers. Max, you no, no, no doubt. But that's, but that's yeah. why when a dude like Justin Fields is available in the draft, well, but you have Daniel Jones or you have this one or Sam Darnold or that one. I'm not saying Justin Fields turns out to be great. I'm saying he has a chance to be. Yeah, and he, these other he's, dudes he's, don't have a shot. He's got some spectacular stuff. Yeah, and, that and they and, don't. And some other dudes just don't have that shot. And if Fair. you have a guy without a shot, even if you have Mike Vrabel and everything pans out, you're still looking and going. Uh. So you 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 say so I say to myself, 
what is Aaron Rodgers worth to me as a general manager of the Tennessee Titans? You can have Ryan Tannehill. Mm -hmm. That's, you know, whatever you decide to do with him, you do it. I'm going to give you two ones Mm -hmm. and something. I'm going to give you my whole draft class this year. I want to keep my one next year. Well, also, but I'll give you one through seven also, this also, year. Also, guys, Ryan next, Tannehill helps make the bridge between him and Jordan Love as well. Hey, let yeah. Jordan Love continue to learn for another year. Yeah. A guy that's a bridge quarterback. It, it does kind of you work two, out. You got two bridge year, quarterbacks. But your one next year Jeez. doesn't – that's 32nd you Yeah, hold. you're right. You're so right, what Keith. difference is that? You can add that too. Yeah, that's true. Quarterbacks. Hell, let me take, keep my third at least this year. five number ones for the next five years. Um – Things might be falling apart in New York, but it ain't one of their football teams. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast.